amazing friends. I am Paige Anderson and I am your host today for Growing His Light for Teens. I am so excited you are joining me and teens from around the world as we come together to implement one practical tip every week to help you become who you are truly meant to be and to help you prepare for the return of our Savior. You are powerful, you are important, and you were saved for these days. This podcast is for you, you youth who do not want to settle, who know you are meant to do great things. Know that with the help of your Savior, He can help you to use your spiritual gifts to change the world. It is time for us to flood the light with His world. Let's change the world. Hello and welcome back, my amazing, amazing friends. I love you guys so much and I am so excited to share this tip with you guys today because this one has helped me so much and I know I say that for a lot of them, but they really have. That is why I share them with you. That's why I take the time to do this because they have benefited my life and that does not mean I am perfect, but it does mean that it's helping me make progress and I find them beneficial. So let's just get straight into today's topic. Okay, we are going to talk about spiritual gifts in a way that maybe you haven't thought of before, but a way that I have found that really helps me develop my spiritual gifts and really makes a difference with me working towards them. Now, as far as spiritual gifts go, and I know I've talked about this some before, but spiritual gifts are not always something that you necessarily earn. There is an amazing talk And I bring it up all the time because it's that good, but it's called Why Not Ask. And he shares how, why not ask? There are some gifts and blessings that Heavenly Father is just willing to just give us right now. And it goes along with this experience I had that the Spirit was like, why aren't you asking for and seeking after these spiritual gifts I have waiting for you? And that was kind of a big moment for me where I shifted and I really wanted to study spiritual gifts and understand them better. But a lot of spiritual gifts and a lot of things we're waiting upon from the Lord, they come and are from aspects of worthiness or things we need to change. Does that make sense? So we're not really earning them. God's always giving them to us. But just like blessings, there are gifts predicated upon certain things that we can do and things the Lord wants us to maybe even sacrifice or stop doing. And I have found that when I stop doing those things, this blessing and spiritual gift can come easier. So this tip actually also goes along with prayers and but it also is hugely beneficial for spiritual gifts. So that's why I put it there, but it can it goes along with the way of how you pray and aspects of what you're doing. So I know I had you guys a few weeks ago write out your prayers. I hope that benefited you. I hope you saw the like blessings from that and it kind of changed the way that you think. And I mentioned that I have what I call a prayer journal and really it's my working battle plan. And I even have on the cover that I made for myself a chessboard because there's an amazing quote about how like God is leading the chess pieces in our life and he knows what's coming and how to handle it and how we can just deal with different situations. It's such a great quote. So I put that on there and it's a chessboard and I really look at my prayers as like my game plan. And that I want to talk to Heavenly Father who knows all things and get his input on how and what I am supposed to do. And that is like the next step. So the first one is write everything out. The next step is start to like look at the prayers as a plan with Heavenly Father. But then the step we're focusing on today 
is the returning and reporting and how this can benefit spiritual gifts. And I'm going to get totally real with you guys today and give a recent example. So my most recent one is I have had grumpy tones with my kids and it is like breaking my heart. I don't want to speak in grumpy tones or have grumpy tones. Like I just don't like it. It doesn't invite the spirit. And I worked on for a long time, like not yelling. But then there's also the aspect of like, what is my heart and my like spirit behind when I'm asking them to do something? Or am I correcting too much? Am I like what? It's just like contention. Does that make sense? I feel like there's part of me like contention is just, and I haven't liked that. And I'm like, okay, Heavenly Father, I think I've recently developed this habit. I do not like it. I need your help and your plan to get rid of that. And so I went to him in prayer and I was like, Heavenly Father, what spiritual gift can help me with this one? And the spiritual gift I was told is the gift of avoiding contention that um, Brother Marvin Ashton talks about, or Elder, sorry, Elder. Elder Ashton talks about. And so that has been my plan. I'm like, okay, let's go through and work on the gift of avoiding contention. And I was just praying with him and I'm like, what does that look like? How would that have me show up? And then I took the steps of what I do in my prayer and I implemented it. So like I said, I write out my whole prayers and then I kind of come up with a game plan and then I'll start my day like, okay, today's your day. What do you want me to do? But then at the end of the day, this is the step you guys are going to take and how it can help with spiritual gifts and really how it can help with so many different areas of your life. But we're just focusing on spiritual gifts, but please implement it and I hope it blesses you. It really helps me and blesses me. But then I do what I call the returning and report. So I have a page in my prayer journal that's the return and report. And part one of those pages is um, split in half. And sometimes I call it losses and wins. And sometimes, like right now, I'm calling it Satan and Jesus. And the reason is I will do, just because anytime I was contentious, I'm like, I'm not being like Jesus. Like if I'm talking in that tone, I'm not being like Jesus. I'm not. And I want to be like Jesus. And I always want to speak in a loving, kind, patient tone. And so I will write my losses and my wins or my when I'm kind of going on the Satan side or Jesus's side on all the things I did that day. And it's not just aspects of the spiritual gift, like not just the avoiding contention. Like, did I fall through with this prompting? Did I like here are good things I did today that I know that I felt the spirit wanted me to do. So those can go in my wins or Jesus, whatever side, whatever like helps you most. Um, the losses and wins wasn't quite enough. I just felt like with the contention, I'm like, okay, well, that he is the father of contention. I need to make sure that if my tone is like that, I'm falling under that one. I don't want to be under Satan's. I want to be on Jesus's. And I want that side, the right side, full of the right things that I'm doing. And so I just went through, like, I talked really grumpy when this happened, or I kind of gave a grumpy look. <laughs> Guys, total confession. And on the teen one, hi, welcome to this. Hopefully this will tell you, if nothing else, be compassionate with your parents. Be compassionate with your parents. I remember being a teenager and thinking like, oh, when I'm a parent, I'm going to have it all down. Like, you are old, you should know how to do this, and you should be better at that. And Honestly, as I got older, for me, I found more, as C.S. Lewis calls it, rats in the cellars. I found more trigger points. I found more selfishness I didn't know I had. I found more control issues that I didn't know I had, how I like my weight. Like, having children is the greatest, most fun, amazing, wonderful thing you will ever do in your life. And it can also help us become more like our Savior 
Because just like living with anyone, whether you're living with friends, your spouse, or your current family, they trigger you, right? And they can help you see kind of where you're at. And so it's just a really beautiful experience of helping us become more like Christ. But it's just my eyes have been open to, wow, I didn't even know. <laughs> I didn't even know I had this weakness that now I have. But that's why Heavenly Father says he gives us that weakness so he can show us his strength. And I love writing this down and tracking this in prayer journals because I can see the progress as it moves forward and the impact and the difference that it can make. So as you just write those down, we are not going to show up perfectly in our lives. But my goal is to do better tomorrow than I did today. And to be able to look at my return and reports and my losses and my wins different days and see how I'm doing can really give you like, hey, I did better today. I did better today. And you might have epic fail days, which was mine where I was grumpy a lot that day. And I was just like, okay, I'm like, I'm tackling this. Like, Lord, we are going to like figure this out. The other beautiful thing about writing it in your journal, and it doesn't have to be, I've turned my own into like my own like three ring binder, like book list thing, just because I like to add pages and aspects like that. But what I really like about that is then when I'm studying a spiritual gift I want, I can immerse myself in talks about peace, find all the ones about avoiding contention. Maybe yours is you want like a testimony of Joseph Smith, right? Maybe that is what you want. And so you're going to be like, hey, Heavenly Father, I would like this. And I, okay, there are so many things I have in my prayer journal. So sorry if it like sounds all scattered and it's skipping around. There's just a lot in there. But one of them are like things I would like to learn. Another page is questions I have. Another page is promises and just scriptures I want to memorize. There's a lot of them. But so on my questions one, I might write like, I want to know if Joseph Smith is a true prophet. And then I will immerse myself in learning those talks, in studying his life and praying and seeking and asking that and writing questions I have or going to the Lord and just having that conversation with him and having him be able to teach me. And as we study the Doctrine and Covenants, oh, you will just hear that like beauty, like Joseph Smith is so much in those pages and it's just lovely. And the Lord is just magnificent and continues calling us his friends. We'll love the DNC. But that's another way that you might not look at a testimony of Joseph Smith as a gift, but it is because it's something you can ask for and receive a witness of. And it's kind of like the gift of knowing that Jesus is the Christ. The gift of knowing the gospel is true. The gift of knowing that the prophet is the prophet of God. Um, those are different things that you can ask for and that Heavenly Father can bless you with. And sometimes you don't need to do all that work. Sometimes you can just pray and ask. And I always re recommend that. Like before I even go into all that work, I will pray and ask. And sometimes I don't need to like dive in. But I really do love the diving in. I love the diving in. I love diving into the gift of charity. I studied that one for a few years, like in depth. I broke each one down. That was actually in my mom podcast, but I broke each of the steps of charity down because I wanted that. Like suffereth long, is kind, envieth not. Like I wanted to fully understand and embrace that. And I knew it was a gift from God, but I wanted to know more. 
and experience more and learn from the words of the prophets and the scriptures. And then you can write all the things that you're learning about that down and it becomes a part of you and it can help transform and shape your soul in a very, very beautiful way. Maybe you want to learn about the gift of healing. The gift of healing is so beautiful and reading the miracles about healing and writing it and tracking it and asking the experience, asking questions about that gift or the gift, um, the gift of believing that you can be healed. If you want to learn about that one, just different ones that you might want to learn about or that would benefit you in your life. Another one is the gift of discernment. We have actually all been told as members that every member should pray for and seek for the gift of discernment. Oh, I can completely see now, like as the world continues to move into chaos and the things that have been prophesied so long ago start to be fulfilled, I can see why we all need the gift of discernment. So maybe that's one of your things that you want to write. Like, hey, I want to learn about the gift of discernment. And then you can write that on your losses and your wins for the day. You can be like, well, I listened to music I shouldn't have. Or I, I didn't stop this movie that has a scene I know is inappropriate. You can start to write those in your losses or your wins. Like, I noticed this was not bringing the spirit. I noticed the spirit leave when I turned on this song. And so I turned off the song. There's a win for the gift of discernment. And you can start to see how the Lord can build that gift in you. And as you start to study talks about it and scriptures, you will learn more. And another thing is you can study people's lives that have that gift. And as you study their lives, you can start to see and know when you're incorporating that into your life, into your losses or your wins for that day. And it is so, so powerful. It is amazing. Another thing I really like is if I know one of the prophets or apostles has the gift, that gift, um, President Monson had the gift of gratitude. And so if I'm wanting to be more grateful and I realize that in my losses keep showing up, like I wasn't very grateful, I was kind of being selfish, I was wanting a lot, like those things. If I'm being selfish or if I'm wanting more, if I'm envying, the gift that can help that is gratitude. So another reason that the losses and wins can be so beneficial is it can show you different weaknesses that keep showing up within your day. And so it can help you see which spiritual gifts to ask for and seek. And then, like I said, you can go to the talks by President Monson. There's actually tons of talks on gratitude that are on the church website that you can listen to, immerse yourself in, and then seek the things that will best benefit you while asking Heavenly Father, will you please give me the gift of a grateful heart? And again, you'll see that be flourished and just the beautiful thing. You can also see your wins. You can also see in your wins, you can see some of the gifts that you have, the gifts that you maybe didn't even notice. So as you analyze those losses and win pages, you will find your weaknesses, but you will also find your strengths. And then through the power and the atonement of Jesus Christ, because that is where change comes. That is where change, change comes. You can start to see his power, his mercy, and his grace start to transform that weakness and move it over onto the right side for your strengths. You will see the power and the goodness of God. You will see him showing up in your life and making a difference in your life. Guys, I want to testify to you that Heavenly Father is very aware of you. He is mindful of you. And He wants to be there for you and help you 
and assist you in every way he can. He loves you. He sent his only begotten son, his perfect son, Jesus Christ. We are studying his life right now as a family. And our Savior, how he shows up, how kind and good and good he is. He loves you. He loves you. He knows who you are. And he loves you. And he wants to help you. And the more we actively and purposely involve him in our prayers and have him in the power of his atonement, his sacrifice, transform that weakness into a strength, we will be drawn even closer to him. We can become more like him. The atonement is not just for our weaknesses and our sins and for forgiveness. It is the enabling power that helps us become like him. And as we actively and purposefully use that and believe in it, he will transform us and you will feel his love and support in ways you never knew possible. I love our Savior. I love, love, love our Savior, Jesus Christ. He loves you. He will always be there for you and he will help you on this journey. Thank you guys so much for listening. As always, there will be a worksheet that goes along with this podcast on the website pagelynanderson.com or growinghislight.com. You can go there and get the worksheet that will have losses and wins and it will also have a Satan and Jesus page or you can even just write that in your own prayer journal. If you don't have one yet, I hope you have one from the last podcast. If not, go back and listen to that one and it can be something as simple as a spiral notebook. Remember, that is a great way to start. So I hope you will get that there. Also, I will not be doing a teen podcast for you next Thursday because next Thursday is Thanksgiving. And also then after that for December, it's going to be a little different just because I'm taking some off to spend time with my family and focus on our Savior, Jesus Christ. And if your family does any of the downloads and free things I have there for families, you will see why. Because there are a lot of family things that we do and I'm actually going to share them with everyone on my website. So Maybe you'll be doing some of those with your st- your family, and if not, you can even do them on your own. And I encourage you to do so, because one of the aspects is studying 50 of the names of Christ. You study two of the names of Christ every day for 25 days in December, if you want. Or there's also a 14-day challenge of studying the summary of Jesus Christ's life that is found on the church's website and actually it's found in the um, topical guide under Jesus Christ. It has a summary of his life and you can study that in 14 days. If your family isn't doing it, I recommend that you do it. I love those. Part of those actually are both of the challenge that President Nelson gave a couple of years ago about studying everything under Jesus Christ and I just found that it was like 2,200 references and scriptures of Jesus Christ and that was a little much to tackle as a family and so breaking it up into his names and the summary and then doing some and the rest of them later can be a way to experience that and take that counsel that he gave that he did right before becoming prophet I think that's really important but we can take that to heart and it's a great experience okay thank you guys so much for listening I love you guys and i pray that you know how good you are that the spirit is with you and that you will have a wonderful week i will talk to you soon goodbye